Hello, baby doll. And welcome back to the Brennan Spear Show. Better weeks have only been had by Reagan and Genghis Khan, as always. And I tried to put a thank you at the end of last show, but I was just, I get myself all worked up, you know? I sit in here with the lights, and I just work myself into a frenzy. And so I forget to say thank you. But I'm going to do that right now. I want to say thank you to all of you who have subscribed and been watching the clips online. It means a lot to me. Um, This is still kind of a small thing. We are still in the infancy of the Brennan Spear show. But to know that there are a couple of you out there who are really on board with this thing um, and giving me tips about the lights and uh, what you want to see. As far as content goes, um, I had a few people this week recommend some guests. Uh, We'll see if that happens or not. Who knows? Still early days. Um, But yeah, my sincerest thank you. And now, like I said last week, 2021 has to be a better year than 2020. 2020 was only crazy because it was an election year. Reality is ripping at the seams. And you guys got what you wanted. We are back to normal. Welcome to the new normal, girls and boys. It's what they've been selling us since last March. No one ever said it was going to be better. Who wouldn't want a brand new Pontiac Aztec? It's new. Garbage. But new. Uh, My buddy told me the other day that he was glad that Trump wasn't going to be president anymore because that meant that his life could get back to normal. And, And somehow people still think that Donald Trump is about Donald Trump. But it's not. President Trump became president because what we've known for most of our lives and most of human history as normal got shot out behind the chemical sheds almost a decade ago. And I'll explain what I mean by that later. But the Mayans... I think we're right. I've had this theory since 2012 that after that point in history, reality has never felt the same for me as when I was growing up. It feels like, yes, the world is still here, but it is not the same as it was. And, and I got to tell you guys, it's been really hard for me to write jokes this week um, because of these terrorists that had their class pictures taken in the Capitol and, and everyone's screaming terrorism now. Progress is when you go and rob the Nike store on Michigan Avenue and terrorism is when you let the people who have been fucking you for a year know exactly how pissed off you are. 
and the fact that no Congress member was injured and all that really happened is they were inconvenienced from their jobs for an afternoon and them having got a taste of how uncomfortable it has been to live in one of these major cities. I have had a year of my life set back because of rioting and looting and not being able to go out in public. But when someone does it to them, they call it terrorism. And now Meghan McCain was on The View this week saying that these people belong in Guantanamo Bay. She said they don't deserve to be treated any better than Al-Qaeda, who her father funded, by the way. Just neither one of them has ever met a war they didn't like, even if it was against their own people. But I agree with her. I think that anyone who inconveniences an elected politician in this country deserves no less than to die in a CIA black site. Bring back the torture program while we're at it. Let's tear these people's fingernails until they admit that Donald Trump was a person that put him up to it. And then we'll have all the evidence we need to impeach him seven days before he's scheduled to leave office. That's a good use of everyone's time. Like at, at a certain point, like, It gets too absurd to believe that it's real. Twitter banned the president of the United States of America because they think that will help bring things back to normal. But the genie is already out of the bottle. They are trying to take away people's social media accounts Like they think it is going to make these people change their minds. Do these people think that if they took the German guy's Twitter account away in the 30s, that would have stopped what happened in the 40s? Because they put that guy in prison with the hopes of settling him down. And 10 years later, He had so much confidence in his plan, like that great Norm McDonald joke. He declared war on the world. But these people in government are starting to see their power fade because of the power of the internet. They are terrified and rightfully so. You are not going to get rid of these people by taking their voices away online. All you're going to do is piss them off for taking their voice away and they will continue to have the same conversations, except now they hate you for declaring them something they are not. We are the ones who murdered normal behind the chemical sheds. We started living and working online and didn't think there would be any changes in the real world. I like to think of the internet like a library. 
And anyone on the planet can publish anything to that library at any time. That is how you're listening to my voice right now. Like, I'm curious to know, like, where you are in the world while you're listening to this right now. I know some of you are in your downtown apartment. Some of you are 50 miles away in the suburbs. Some people are back in God's country. Kasuth County, 500 miles away. But also, there's probably a Chinese AI program 10,000 miles away that's determining my probability of becoming a domestic terrorist. The chances of which are zero. Like I said last show, I will do this show every week until the native people of this land have it returned to them and I am shipped back to Europe in a cattle car. Until then, I will not rest. But the old normal is more dead than disco. And for the exact same reason, it got dull. People started being able to expect what was going to happen next. Earth, Wind, and Fire is great music. But no one makes it anymore because everything that could be done had been done. They needed new technology to keep things fresh. And now, instead of needing a seven-person band with drums, horns, horns, and guitars, I can produce any kind of music imaginable in the music processor that came free with my laptop. Stop praying for normal. What's coming next is way weirder than Donald Trump. They haven't even merged the IRS and the CIA yet, and you think that things are too weird for you. Buckle up, buttercup. When my grandfather was born, people were still farming with horses, and by the time he died, tractors were driving themselves. We are going to see radical shifts like those times a hundred in our lifetimes. So don't go getting attached to any kind of normal. You are setting yourself up for a lifetime of suffering and misery thinking that way. If you aren't open to just how radically cryptocurrencies and artificial intelligence are going to change our lives, you are going to have a bad time. Last show, I went pretty hard on dog families. And the funniest thing that anyone said to me all week is that dogs are people too. (laughs) And that is something that I had failed to consider. So touche. And I, I, I know that hit. Too close to home for some of you. But there are mean, unreasonable people on the internet. So you need to keep your dog people close. Even though dogs only have three acceptable jobs in civilized society. 
farm, security at an airport or a junkyard or distraction for children. Boom. If your apartment just looks like a junkyard, that doesn't count. In the midst of all this, I found out that there is such a thing as dog therapy. I refuse to look up what that means. I won't do it. I've had enough. Now I understand all those old guys. When I was growing up, they're like, what what are you talking about? No, no, I'm not going to look it up. I don't need to know. Like, how much peanut butter does a dog have to lick off your body before it needs a Xanax prescription? It's reprehensible is what it is. Disgusting. Oof. Also, um, I had a revelation this week. Television and movie character names are acceptable for pets. I was wrong. My apologies to Liz Lemon for saying that dogs can't have people names. The dog already is as blind as a bat, and she doesn't need me adding to her problems. So, Liz, I'm sorry. Um, honestly, if I think I was we're gonna get a dog this week, I would name him Walter White. The girlfriend and I just finished Breaking Bad. And it is the best television show that has ever been aired. Number one, Breaking Bad, two the Sopranos, three Mad Men, four Band of Brothers, five Twin Peaks. And I intentionally left out Game of Thrones because the last season is so bad it ruins the entire thing. If that was done halfway competently, I think I'd move. It either takes the four or the five spot and I bump Twin Peaks. Um, Best comedies of all time, Chappelle Show, 30 Rock, Curb Your Enthusiasm. But it was funny because my girlfriend had done exactly what I did with Breaking Bad 10 years ago or seven years ago, whatever it was. And it was I, I started watching the subject matter in those first two episodes is so uncomfortable that you get the urge to shut off the TV and walk away. And it's it's the only TV show that I would describe like watching, like reading a book. Like, if you've ever read a really good novel, for the first 100 pages, it is work to read. And Breaking Bad at first is work to watch. But like any good novel, you get to page like 105 to 110, and all of a sudden, like, you're having to remind yourself that you have other responsibilities in your life besides reading that book or watching Breaking Bad. It's just, it's the only book I've ever gotten, or the only TV show I've ever gotten that sensation from. And by the last three episodes, I was a mess. Because I had seen it before and I knew how it ended, but I forgot like how how deeply you get drawn into that world. It, it's just so brilliant. Yeah, Breaking Bad number one. I don't think it's that close. Um, 
We're going to start the wire next. People say good things about that. Um, I got what we like to call in Chicago a Lori Lightfoot this week. And now I look like Brendan Fraser from The Mummy. Which isn't a bad Fraser to have to look like. Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Mercy. And I went to the place where I used to get my hair cut on a scouting mission for the guy who used to cut my hair. I hadn't had my hair cut in 10 months. And in that time, I noticed he disappeared from this place's website. And I, 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 I don't like new people cutting my hair. I like to go into a place and have the same conversation I've had with a person 50 times before. But the lady wouldn't tell me where this guy is now. And it was the most frustrating hour of my life. So what, what happened to Matt? Where is he now? I don't know what he's doing now. I was just thinking the other day, I wonder what Matt's doing. I haven't seen him in forever. So did he just move or did he switch jobs? I don't really know even. Like He was here just as long as I was, but I was at home for a while during the pandemic and I haven't heard from him. That's too bad because I liked Matt. He had the same exact type of hair that I do and he would cut it perfect every time. Oh my God, you do. You even have the same kind of style he puts his in. That is so crazy. How did you know you had the same type of hair as him? Did he let you touch it or something? No, I looked at it. See, our hair is like angel hair pasta. There's a lot of it, but the individual threat Threads, strands are very thin. So if you don't cut it right, it does all types of crazy shit. Oh my God, I've never heard anyone say that angel hair thing before. That is so clever. You must be a comedian. Do you know where Matt cuts hair now? <laughs> no, but you're right. I should call him tomorrow on my way home from work or something. She knows what the fuck happened. And apparently things ended badly that she pretends he doesn't exist. I hate having new people cut my hair. And the same reason that I like having my hair cut by the same person is that I don't like to have to make chit chat with someone while being vigilant that the person doesn't make me look like an idiot. The thing about hairdressers is that you can tell the moment they stop liking you and the moment they stop trying. I wasn't aware that people younger than 87 watched Jimmy Fallon's show. And the YouTube's, YouTube clips that he did before Trump became the president used to be good. But now I know what the guy is going to say before he says it and that makes the show unwatchable for me. If you were, if you're going to stop trying, once I called the guy a hack, then start with, I like Jimmy Fallon. And then I know to lie to you. 
But also, I don't want to have to lie about someone, lie to someone about something so trivial. Just so they do what I'm paying them to do. Talking to strangers is my least favorite thing in the world to do. And I've always, I've always hated it, but it's been especially bad during COVID. Like talking to men is never because you can just talk about football. You can talk about sports. Sports exist mainly for men who don't know each other to start some kind of conversation on some kind of common ground. That Bears tackle might be the Bears left tackle might be the worst one in the league, don't you think? And the guy says, I don't know, the right tackle's right there behind him. And then two strangers started with some kind of rapport. And that's important. But talking to women now is a chore. It's a chore. Because if you tell them that you've been locked away in quarantine, they think that you are a loser. And if you tell them that you went out with supper for your buddy inside of a restaurant, they retreat to 20 feet away from you and treat you like you have radioactive slime falling out of your eyeballs. And so just like with the hairdresser, you have to lie. And lying is my worst, least favorite thing in the world to do. The smartest thing I did with my girlfriend ever is, even before our first date, I decided that I was going to tell her the truth about everything. And to this day, I have not lied to her. But now you have to lie to strangers. And and it, I, I hate it. I hate it. But the lie that I've chosen to go with is... Anywhere I go, anything I do, I pretend that I was the baby Jesus in the birth story, hence baby. Yes, I went out to eat last night, but they maybe eat my meal in the stable next to tomorrow's cow. There were three smart guys at a table and they all had masks on unless they were eating or drinking. It was unbearably cold, but they had blankets under the table so you could swaddle your legs with them. You have to tell people that you're doing things, but you have to tell them that you're doing a shitty version of it because people like to know that because they don't like themselves enough to enjoy them, enjoy their existence, that you have to make yourself miserable also. And you have to broadcast that. Oh, you went out last night. Where'd you go? How was it? What unnecessary suffering did you have to go through in the name of your government overlords? Did you get frostbite on your fingers or just on your toes? Did they have to remove it? It's all... It's all just so much effort and for what? And also, just tell me where the guy fucking cuts hair now. I'm not coming back to you. That was the point. If you told me where he cut hair, I would have tipped you better. And I tipped you pretty good as it was. She fucked up the back and I was so tired from having to navigate her little snafus that I I just left. I didn't even say anything. 
Like, just do it good. I'm here to exchange my money for not having to think about my hair. So just do it good. It's been a long week. Like, I remember when I started drinking inside of bars, and I think I was like 17 or 18 years old. And all these old guys who are 31 years old, like I am now, they said, just wait, buddy. Because your days of no hangovers are coming to an end. And I said, yeah, right, old man. No way. I said, nope, they're coming. Your nights of staying out drinking beer all night, waking up the next morning playing rugby and drinking beer all night again will come to an end. And holy shit, were they right. Like, I thought two-day hangovers were a myth. Whew. So apologies to those old heads that I thought were full shit. You were right. Two-day hangovers are a thing. And you're right. They're not fun. I'm not having a good time. But big tech is allowed to take away the voice of the president of the United States of America because they are a private business. And private businesses are allowed to do business with whoever they want, whenever they want. Unless you're a restaurant, movie theater, real theater, comedy club, bakery, museum, hair and nail salon, place of worship, office, library, fitness center, casino, playground, private school, etc. Then the government gets to choose what you can and can't do. They know they are being hypocrites and they don't care. Because they don't have to change what they are doing as long as no one stands in opposition to them. But I think what we're witnessing now is governments realizing that having a monopoly on violence isn't going to be enough to keep people in line anymore. And I think what we witnessed last week at the Capitol is the first phase of their desperation to maintain the status quo. But this has been going on all over the globe for a while. I think uh, what was happening in Hong Kong and France were two pretty good examples. The yellow shirts in France and Hong Kong fighting for independence. Uh, those, those fights are not over. They have been delayed. But they will continue. And they are continuing. People... Once the Chinese government has to back off from this uh, coronavirus thing, people will be back out in the streets in open rebellion. I would put all the free cash I have in the world on that bet. But now we're living in a reality where the sitting president of the United States of America has been digitally assassinated by big tech. And we have a propagandist dystopian elite ruling class which is flexing all the muscle they possibly can on the people who are they are supposed to be working for. Meghan McCain was on The View last week saying that Trump supporters are terrorists that belong in Gitmo. I wonder how that could ever go wrong. And it could certainly never backfire. But reality is ripping at the seams. 
And the difference between the reality from a Democrat to a Republican perspective is a difference from how I see the world and how an Amish person sees the world. Except that the Democrat and Republican are less likely to be able to exist in the same space as each other. Strange times are here again. I hope you all have a great week. Goodbye.